0: Good morning. It's Tuesday, September 27th. Morning show host day. Well, well, well. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that about time? Isn't my tone a little condescending and confusing? Sorry about that. Uh, you know what else is confusing though on morning show host day? No flowers. No flowers, no parade, nothing. I'm just out here every day when I remember to tell you good morning and the news and why I'm proud of you. And today, of all days, today, I'm uncelebrated. And now, thanklessly, the news. Let's start with a couple updates in Russia, starting with the shooting of a Russian military officer outside of an enlistment office. The close-range shooting appears to be a resistance to Putin's attempt at mobilizing thousands more Russian men to continue their invasion of Ukraine. The officer is currently in intensive care, with his attacker having been arrested and officials vowing tough punishment. While this is the first shooting that we know of, the country has seen scattered arson attacks at enlistment offices, as well as protests that have led to over 2,000 arrests. Also in Russia... Edward Snowden, the former NSA contractor turned whistleblower who leaked secret U.S. files, has been granted Russian citizenship, which he and his wife applied for in 2020 after the news that they were expecting their first child. Snowden has remained silent and defended his doing so when it comes to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, saying that his views were no longer useful after he very wrongly insisted that the U.S. intelligence predicting a Russian attack on Ukraine was flawed. Let's talk about something better. The Office of U.S. House Rep from the great state of Michigan, Andy Levin, will become the first congressional office with a unionized staff. Awesome. Exciting. Even more exciting, his office voted unanimously in favor of the unionization. Liz Scholler, the AFL-CIO president, tweeted that she hopes this would be the first of many offices to do the same. And she may soon get her wish, as the offices of U.S. House Reps Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez of New York, Jesus Chuy Garcia of Illinois, Cory Bush of Missouri, Ilan Omar of Minnesota, Melanie Ann Stransbury of New Mexico, and Ro Khanna and Ted Lieu, both of California, are expected to hold upcoming votes on unionizing. That's right, two from California. Look at us go. According to the Congressional Budget Office, which is a nonpartisan scorekeeper, President Biden's plan to cancel up to $20,000 in student debt for millions of Americans and $10,000 in student debt for one Kim will cost $400 billion for the next 10 years, not including the move to lower monthly payments that borrowers can be forced to repay as a percentage of their income from 10% to 5%. That will cost an additional $120 billion. So in other words kind of a drop in the bucket, but we are going to be hearing a lot about student debt relief for the next 42 days, which is how many days there are between now and the midterm elections. And speaking of things we're going to be hearing about for a while, which is a bummer because, frankly, when the story first broke, I was hoping I'd be able to give it zero thoughts. Brett Favre, where in Mississippi, millions of dollars in what was supposed to be welfare money was spent on a university volleyball arena, which was the football players project. After those millions were spent, Brett Favre went back and tried to get more money from the welfare agency for another facility. And we know about this from a series of texts between Favre and Phil Bryant, the governor of the state at the time. In those texts, Bryant specifically said that improper use of the money could result in federal law violation. Brett Favre was like, that's fine. This is the state's largest ever public corruption case with a civil suit filed by the state against Favre and others, hoping to recover more than $20 million in misspent welfare funds. And hurricane season continues on as Hurricane Ian makes its way to Tampa, Florida in what the National Hurricane Center calls, quote, a near worst case scenario for the city, as it will likely come in from the South and West and then stall. However, on its way to Tampa, it will first hit Cuba this morning, Likely as a category three storm with winds of at least 120 miles an hour. And that's it. That's the news. There are 42 days, as I mentioned, between now and the midterm elections. 42 days. And that's just, um, you know, we're all sleeping through the night. Uh, 42 days is the last day that you can vote. So if you haven't already, make sure that you head over to we'rethepeople.org and take the pledge to be a voter. I'm proud of. Me. That's right. Just your classic, very successful, very humble morning show host. Also, I'm proud of Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon, two equally great morning show hosts. But more than that, certainly more than me, but also more than Jennifer Aniston, which is really saying something because she does not get the credit she deserves or how great she is. So more than that, though, I'm proud of you.